This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. You've found another Two Fat Lattes podcast. Compliments of Joy 94.9. Latte, here we are. Hear us roar. <laughs> Hear us foam. Foam? Yeah, like you know. Oh, okay, that kind of foam. Yeah. How are you? I am excellent. How's your f- guts? Oh, they're okay. <laughs> they well, you have, do you have many of them? <laughs> yes, I have three stomachs. <laughs> I'm not divine, I'm bovine. <laughs> I am bovine, hear me move. <laughs> I'd love to save the world. How would you do it? I would insist that people... (laughs) You just packed yourself into a corner, I think. I'm not sure. It would have something to do with um, original ideas. None of this plagiarism. Everything's plagiarised. Everything's plagiarised. Everything's regurgitated. Of course it is. I don't like vomit. I don't know. I, I think I would insist that... People do something original and invite other people to celebrate in the original happening. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I think I do. You know, like cook something, invite people over, feast. But no, none of this, you know, to... Well, what know, brought this on? I don't know. You said save the world. <laughs> well, that was the name of the song. Too many try hard. You know, too much try hard. I've got some messages. Do you want me to read yeah, some? Yeah, read some of those. Um, a young person called Savag... Savag. How would you say that name? Oh, he sounds very Swedish. Oh, I love him. Savage. Savage. <laughs> oh, Savage. I'm in love. He says, I just want to drop you a line and say hi because I love your show. I'm from the oh, US. He's... I'm from the USA. And I found your podcast and couldn't get enough. Thank you for hurting my face, stomach, and making me cry at, at the same time from all your laughing. Um, I do have to say, you Australians get away with a hell of a lot more on radio than we do here wish we were there uh, wish we were there were that, that way, way inclined all the best Savage <laughs> do you reckon he oh, says it like that too I'm, you know what I'm visual I'm visualising Swedish yeah he's got a very Nordic kind of Scandinavian type I'm, sound you know what I'm visualising he's dressed in a white tee and white shorts and he just you know like that guy that was massaging Samantha white at, tee and a white short at Helena Rubenstein you know, at um, in Sex in the City, the Swiss. I think I, I think I'm following oh, you. Oh yeah, him. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Loving you, Savage. <laughs> she's a little monster. She's Lady Gaga, and she's got a new album. And to promote it, she appeared on the David Letterman show, where he asked, "What are you? What are you wearing? I mean, what aren't you wearing? What? Somebody put that little outfit together for you?" I actually found it in the garbage. You could do a Lady Gaga and wear a piece of meat. You could. (laughs) The Two Fat Lattes. Fashionistas when they can be bothered. Enjoy 94.9. Oh my God. (laughs) We... We predicted that. What? We said that she picks her clothes out of the garbage. She does and she's actually admitted it. And she's it. admitted it. So she does. She just 
put some tape on, bit of glue, and she just rolls around in a garbage. Well, last collection. night you'd be pleased. Last night she on um, Graham Norton. Mm. She uh, wore a wedding outfit. Oh, something normal with a huge crucifix. Oh, darling, it's we been done. We've seen that before in the eighties. We have. Hasn't her grandmother done that before? Her grandma, Madonna. Yes, yes. Her grandmother. Gotcha. Nonna Madonna. <laughs> <laughs> Hasn't Nonna Madonna done that before? But you know what struck me, Benny, was when oh. they were, was, was when Graham Norton was speaking to not, her. Not the ta- not the coffee table. What do you mean? You said what struck? <laughs> what struck? Something me? should have struck her <laughs> after you were bored to death. <laughs> She did Judas, like the new tune. Oh, yes. Mm, that was kind of lame. Yeah. But, um, and then she went out. She had to get changed again. And then oh, she, did she costume change? She did a costume change and then she came back out to talk oh, in to her wedding outfit. Finally bore everyone stupid <laughs> there and then. And um, Did she have something wrong with her shoulders? What do you mean? I saw a clip of, I don't know where she was, if it was on um, some American TV show, like talkback show, and like she, it looked like she needed a really good massage on her shoulders because they were kind of like, the bones were kind of like I think it was pointy. part of her outfit. But she was wearing a bikini. Oh, okay, so it wasn't Graham Norton. Someone should tell her, you know, it's fine, but like, you know, if you want to be taken, well, not that she wants to be taken seriously. I don't think Does she, she wants to be taken seriously. I don't. Who? Uh, no, she does. I think she does because she actually acts as though she's a very serious artist. Well, get some clothes. <laughs> because even, you know, all the film clips now, uh, you'd have to be a little bit worried if you were her. Why? Because there's not much more, you know, the next album she'll be just singing, you know, like. She'll be doing we, a country she'll song, have a country <laughs> album. She'll get on the, you know, the cowboy outfit like uh, someone else. The next song, she may be appearing in a Band-Aid. Possibly. With a bit of, you know... Well, if, you know, if she's had a chat to Sher, maybe. Oh, because Sher, no, she wore dental floss. <laughs> it was smaller. <laughs> but um, but Sher doesn't, she, Sher saw the light. Did she? Well, yeah, I know, after that she started singing in front of fans, but, you know, electric fans, but hey... <laughs> It made it made for well, a memorable. What was memorable last night was when she came out and she did her "Born This Way" tune. Yes, she did it in a big. It was like jelly. <laughs> she did it in jelly. Yeah, so they all got in this big tub, and Who? it was it was all. T- what? <laughs> I can see you're very impressed. We can get Graham Norton up on YouTube and you can see it. I'll have to have a but look. But it was in jelly, and they were all the dancers were in the jelly, and she was writhing in the jelly, and they were all getting all jellied up. Please explain. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Pope Benedict. He looks like a he looks like an ex warden of um, cell block H. Really, you know, prisoner, doesn't he? He looks like the freak. He just needs gloves. Or he looks like Mrs. Davidson with probably a, Mrs. Davidson with a crew cut. <laughs> you know, she lost the beehive and went for a shorter, a shorter, more sensible cut. Anyway, um, there's some there's some convent in um, a monastery in Santa Croce, and the nuns there have ha- they've got an addiction to disco music. But one of the nuns is who performed is a former disco dancer. Really? Yes. Now one of my friends, one of my friends um, on Facebook said, "Oh, you've got to read this story because this is very you." And I said, "Really?" And Pope Benedict has um, has shut them down. He shut them down. And I said, "What are you talking? Are you talking about Whoopi Goldberg?" <laughs> and I said, "Sweetheart, that was a movie. It wasn't a documentary, <laughs> but it is actually true." So, so um, it was a sister act. Well, I don't know, but they've also had VIPs at the convent, like Madonna. Did they have? They had Madonna at the convent. Wow. 
I know that uh, apparently there is another um, another very special guest um, living in that particular monastery because you know our you know our nonna in Sicily. Yes, she decided to join. She wanted a life of a more spiritual life. Oh, so she joined a monastery. Yes, uh, she must have. She must be switching joy on it in the evenings and listening to um, the two fat lattes and dancing to your music, Frank. Mm. Do you reckon we could hook up with Nonna in the um, in the disco? Monastery? I think we can. Hello. How are you? Good, Frank. I'm in the di- my I'm in the convent. The co- in the convent. Yeah. Yeah. Benny did say that you were joining one. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Because now I'm a singular. You single girl. Yeah. Can you hear the music? I, I can. Yeah. It's Donna. <laughs> Very nice. Are you, are you uh, kicking up a storm? I try, Frank, but this day not be able to kick very high. <laughs> so what's going on? Are you having a good time with all the other nuns, or are you just dancing oh, on your yeah. own? Well, my the boss nun here. <laughs> the boss nun. Yeah, she um she disco dancer. Oh, yeah. And we she teaching um she teaching us disco. <laughs> so. And now, right now, Nick, in half an hour, we're going to do the bus stop. Oh, nice. Yeah. You're going back to the 70s. Oh, I try, Frank. <laughs> I try. Well, you have a good time. Yeah. Hey, listen, even Madonna, you know, Madonna, Nonna Madonna come in her house. <laughs> yeah. She visited you. Yeah, but she's she leaving the Coke bottle at home. <laughs> Thank God for that. Yeah, love. Not, a, not as young as she used to be. <laughs> this week, it's been a very sad time. After 25 years, she ended her daytime talk show today. We lost Oprah. Not literally. Her fans are really sad. Don't go! The two fat lattes aren't. I'm a huge fan of pork. <laughs> the end of an era. Goodbye, Oprah. Why do so many people care? Exactly. We don't. From you, whose names I will never know. Um, it's Frank and Benny. I learned what love is. The two fat lattes. They're thinner than Oprah, and at least they're still on air. I won't say goodbye. I'll just say I'm lesbian. Joy 94.9. <laughs> Producer, Poor old Oprah. Producer Paul. But she's not going anywhere. Yeah. She's running a TV station. I love his cut and paste <laughs> mentality. He has a passion for pasting. He does, doesn't he? He gets the right uh, the right words at the oh, right spot. Aren't are we all are we all breathing a sigh of relief? Well, the last show's on tonight. Oh, please! It was a big love fest. Did you watch it? No, honey, I can't do that. I was funny. Oh, please! It was hilarious. You're making me gag. <laughs> <laughs> I, but I, you know, good rip. Because you know what, like I, I seriously think if anyone, if anyone was going to be like the new Christ, like the new of this, oh, it wouldn't have been Oprah. It, yeah, well, it was probably it was going to be her, wasn't oh, it? She's a nice, she's a nice girl. Was, was this predicted? Did Nostradamus predict Oprah? Did he? I'm sure he did. Do you reckon? I'm sure if we go through the quatrains of his of his book, we will find some sort of mention of the Oprah phenomenon. You know, maybe something to do with. The fact that she gives away things that she doesn't actually pay for. <laughs> but somehow every stupid person in the world <laughs> thinks that she paid for it and, like, bow down. It's it's a pretty powerful kind of thing, isn't it? Because, and this is the thing, this is what made me, like, cringe, was that they – Sunrise – you know, the Bible, Sunrise. Now, if you're going to get people with, uh, you know, with an opinion, get them from Queensland. 
You know what I'm saying? Because oh, they're, they're very opinionated. Yeah, they had some chick from Queensland who started her own business because Oprah inspired her. Yes. Right. They were talking about that on that yeah, show. Yeah, they had like people, you know, Oprah changed my world. Yes. Right. Yep. And, but every single one of them. What did they do? You know what they all relate to? That she's amazing because she gave stuff away. I was like, hello. Well, like, she, just, she just did a deal. Life's not about show bags, sweetheart. <laughs> do you know? But they don't say anything else that. She's amazing because she gave stuff away. Mm. And that's what everyone, you know, gags. That's what they remember. Like, everyone, it's just like a... Well, wouldn't you want to go to a show and get a car for nothing? I'd love to. Hey, we give away CDs for nothing. We do. You don't see people bowing down. In, oh, yeah, we do, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I am a helpline. Let me see. I do have one, actually, Frank, that's um, that's via... Oh, I guess that's vile. Do we need to put gloves on first? We need to be sanitised and antiseptic. Mine okay. are on. And mine? I have a long stretch. You do. Don't I? <laughs> I um, we have a homo helpline tonight. Our first one comes from, you guessed it, Queensland. <laughs> and um, I just had a read of it, Frank. It's very long. Is it really long? It's a very, very detailed... Can we, can we just cut, cut a bit out of it? But I think it's worth a mention. Okay. Because... Um, we need to advise all our listeners in Queensland that the Two Fat Lattes is a show of fun and frivolity. And sometimes we don't do reality very well, do we? No. And this is um, – this one – It's a real one, is it? This one's a bit of a real one. And I think it deserves – we should actually have a little chat about it. But I'm not going to read out the whole thing because it's very complex. Lots of layers. Very Sarah Lee. <laughs> There's lots, and there's a, there's a, and there's a, and there's a biscuit base. You know, oh. like there's some chunky, there's some chunkiness there. Oh, that, okay. You know, just edit it a little. So we need to defrost it. Let's <laughs> let's take it out of the freezer. This homo helpline comes to us from Jeff. Oh. So hello to Jeff. Is that now, significant? Um, Not well, really. he'll know who he is. Jeff's predicament. Start with layer one. Layer one is Jeff. Um, is a listener and he's sitting in his bedroom on his computer and the gist is that he spends a lot of time on the computer chatting to people online. Right. Is that the first problem? Yeah. So he needs to get out a bit more. Well, it's not really a problem. His problem is that he's saying that he's having a lot of difficulty making friends. Okay. Right. So he's been going to all your usual gay sites. Yep. To try and he's you know, he said that he's been on he's been on there for a few years actually. Right. Like um chatting to people, trying to make friends and he so he's sort of saying to us, you know, he's sort of in the gist of it like, you know, lattes, why are people so, you know, so shallow? He bit, seems to be, you bit know, of a Kamal. Well, he described Why are people him, so unkind. He, yes, a bit Kamal esque. Um, he did describe himself, and I mean, he sounds kind of, he sounds nice and average to me. So, I think the problem is, and now we we're going to have a heart to heart here, Jeff. Are you doing heart to heart? I'm doing heart to heart, honey. The internet is not a place to make friends. Number one, can we all, can we say amen to that? <laughs> Amen. <laughs> so let's open the Gospels according to Benny. <laughs> Do they have a Benny? Um, I'm writing. Apostle? I'm. I'm. You got to just write I'm one there, now. honey. I've got a sack of potatoes on, and I've I've got a little sash around my waist, and something blue on my shoulders. Are you creating a new version of the Bible? Yes, I am. <laughs> Good on you. Well, we, it's your epistle. It's it's my epistle. <laughs> 
<laughs> and since you know it is, it's all about finding our gay Uluru. Yes, and I do. I this is one part of it: gay friendship, internet, yes. those three things together. Not happening. Not happening, honey. Oh, okay. Now, nah. why? So why so? Because the gear <laughs> are hungry for the penis. <laughs> And so a lot of them are online starving, right. gagging for spam. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> So the thing is, Jeff goes on there, beautiful soul. Sure. You know, piece of bread. Mm-hmm. So rustic, so gorgeous, so down to earth. But, you know, there are Wanting- exceptions to the rule. No, honey. It's no? All, it's all evil. <laughs> <laughs> There's, there, no good can come of it. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Of course. I'm hearing you. So the thing is, Jeff, what you need to do is you need, either need to you either need to tone it down. You know, like you either need to be on there to bump uglies. You know what I mean? Like Yes. But you could bump uglies and also be friends. Not happening, honey. No? No way. How many people have you bumped uglies with and then became their friend? Um Oh, don't count. <laughs> How ridiculous. <laughs> That was that was. I was just trying to make an example. <laughs> How dare you count? This has always been my my cry for the for the for the gear is that you and I we had the friendship breakfast. Remember that? Yes. Where we asked people to come along and we not, did a couple of those. We did a couple of them, and people came along in in the sense of friendship, and there was no trying there was to pick, no bump and ugly. There was no picking up. It was just purely pure friendship, and I think there's not a lot of that. In our community. Well, you know, there's there can be room for both, of course. There can be, but that doesn't happen. So what's your advice? Not to get online? Well, I wouldn't even say get out there and go to a, a venue because, like, venues are also geared up towards, you know, there's a physical expectation. Yes. You, do you know what I mean? Mm. And so often what I was going to say, because Jeff did, in his letter, I was a little bit concerned because he said he's very, you know, he was very sad that he couldn't make friends. Well, that's friends. not good. And, I, and I'm thinking, you know, Jeff... You really you can't be on the internet there just to make friends. Mm. But that that'll just I mean if you continue along those lines, it could become worse. So he needs to obviously change avenue and look for something yeah. else. Now what I did want to suggest to Jeff is that sometimes Jeff, like what you need to do is go through the gay press and look at organisations like gay organisations. Yes, like. Joy, Joy, we're doing our radio. Join a Glee club. Well, Joy's, we're doing our radiothon next week, yes. so it's, we're all geared up for like ten days of like you know raising money and memberships for Joy. Come and but help. See, this is the thing. <laughs> like, if you got involved in a gay in a in a gay organisation, that's right, and did something for the community. In that process, you meet people, of course, and it's like us. You know, like we met producer Paul, we met Jay, you know, we met Gra Gra. And they are our friends. Yes. And that's how you make friends, by involvement. You can't make friends in your bedroom. All you're going to make is a rash. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Okay, and and this is the word of Benny. That <laughs> in the rainbow world, some of us would like kids, but we have to adopt. And this week, trucking man Lindsay Fox came up with a great idea. I'd encourage everyone to go home and make love tonight and create another baby for Australia. I just exploded. <laughs> we need all the babies we can get. Oh, that's Don't better. Don't one out, thanks. That's better. <laughs> the two fat lattes. Pushing one out for the rainbow community. They're not pregnant. They just look like that. Joy 94.9. Populate Australia. <laughs>
Where has Lindsay Fox been? It sounds like... It sounds like it's 1974 How again. How dare he call the beige to action? <laughs> Where's his war cry? He doesn't have one. That's right. Us us rainbows do. <laughs> we have our war cry, don't we? Yes, it's... Ah! Ah! <laughs> Come on, everybody. Start Rumpy Pumpy. We should have, like, a group... We should have, like, a ma- en masse Rumpy Pumpy going on. Don't they do that? Doesn't... Uh, what's his name? Tunic do that? Tunic. Oh, he just he just takes a snap of it. Oh, he does the nudie. He photo. doesn't do the rumpy pumpy. Oh, we should have mass rumpy pumpy. You reckon? Then take a photo. <laughs> that that could be a bit messy, couldn't could it? Be. Can we get a bucket, please? Bucket. <laughs> I hope you're not at home planking. If you are, stop it immediately. Well, you know, we we talked about the antidote to planking, and that was teapotting. Apparently, teapotting. Yes, because but I've you know we what talk- is teapotting? Well, I found the meaning of it. Apparently, it's not tea bagging. No. no. <laughs> but apparently... I need to know. There are three meanings, but I'm going to give you two. Can, oh, give us all three. No, honey. well, one of them is a bit rude. Oh, no. we that See, you just misread our audience. <laughs> the audience is actually gagging for the third one. <laughs> Let me give you the Come first. on, they can have They're, they're adults. They're they adults. Any children listening? Okay. Meaning one. The I wand. like that. The glitter wand. Where a man is in front of his pewter... Computer. Yeah. With one hand on the mouse. With one hand on you, the mouse. Do, you, do, you do the actions. Put one so hand on the mouse. I sit in front of, Okay, one hand on the mouse. And one hand on your willy. That's a teapot. Apparently that's a teapot shape. Do it. Do it for me. I want to see. That's not a teapot. That's not a teapot. That's Michael Jackson in front of the computer. <laughs> that's Madonna in front of the computer. Nah, that's not a teapot. Have you ever seen... We Mad- don't like that meaning. I wonder... Have you ever seen Madonna clicking the mouse? Double click. <laughs> <laughs> She often did it in that John Paul Gaultier corset thing. She was constantly scrolling the internet. Wasn't she? She was uploading. She looked like she was. I thought that girl's been pre- And that was in 1998. Like that was before computers were around, before the mouse was about. Wow. That, she had a finger for the mouse, didn't she? Meaning, the second meaning, where a man puts his, his, yes, come on, Frank, his hooter into a teapot filled with warm water. Really? Warm water. His whole, the whole, the. Uh, I think just, yeah. The whole bell end. (laughs) (laughs) But why would you do that? Hang on. Do you have a, I'm going to tell you the rest okay, of it. Okay, so you put you put you your put, old fella in a teapot <laughs> full of warm water. <laughs> what if you put no, tea? No, Frank, we sh- do you put tea bags in there? Don't. People are going to – there's going to be like you men all me. over Melbourne with like scold, with scalded scrotums. Uh, no, I did scrotums. say warm. Warm, not hot. People, if you're going to try this at home, please, warm water, not, warm, yeah. not hot, not no. boiling. Don't boil the kettle. And then you have For a God's par- sake. Then you have a partner, but if you don't have a partner, you can call your mate. And apparently he breathes... But there is... You need another person. You need another person. So this is not a solo act. No. <laughs> so what does the other person do? The other person... The other person has to breathe down the spout. Yes. Giving you wobbly bits. So they put the spout in their mouth and they blow. And they blow. And, and they, it's like a spa bath. It's like a jacuzzi. Just put it in your mouth for God's <laughs> sake. And gargle. <laughs> uh, okay. Number three. <laughs> 
I'm loving the Caligula music. <laughs> so that wasn't the rude one. No, this is the rude oh. one. Do you want me to go there? If, if oh, only, now you're clutching the pearls. I'm clutching my pearls, listeners. Okay, well, you want me to? You wanted me just to be, just be easy on us, Frank. Okay. The next teapot is <laughs> when a man is having. Why is it always dirty old men that do this? <laughs> Can't women do a teapot? Well, well okay. Well, let's say when a woman. <laughs> no, maybe not. Uh, when anybody, Can't, the woman's the tar- the not the tiger, the crumpet. Anyway, let me just tell you, <laughs> the they're vovo. pleasuring themselves. The, okay, the man's pleasuring himself yes. by reading a lovely book. Absolutely, by a Mills and Boone by Dan Brown. Well, yeah, that too. Anybody. Mm. As long as he's, you know, happy. Published. (laughs) Okay, so the man's pleasuring himself. Yes, and apparently has a little, uh, with the other hand. The other hand, yes. He's, I'm a little teapot. (laughs) Go around the back. Oh, really? And that's a pretzel. (laughs) Now, Homo Helpline. Dear Homo Helpline. I have a work issue. There is a lady at work who I'm having a problem with. I asked her a question and she talks for an hour. Oh, dear. She's lovely and all, but I'm scared to ask her questions now in fear that I may miss out on my lunch break. (laughs) Help me, boys. And that's from Nick. You just need to excuse yourself. No. You do. You tell her to shut up. Yeah, you just say, oh, sorry, I've got to go. Yeah. I've, I've learnt the hard way. What have you done? Sometimes you have to be cruel to be kind. What have you done? Sometimes people just need to be told enough's enough. You need to have... What a lot Nick, of people... So Nick some needs pe- a whistle. <laughs> he needs a whistle in... He needs a whistle a in his whistle? pocket. Like a sports whistle. Yeah. And then after she speaks for like five minutes, just blow the whistle and go stop. <laughs> like Alice from the Brady Bunch. Yeah. There was a girl like that on... Um, on Paris Hilton's Best Friend Forever. I don't believe you're watching that crap. From Dubai. And there was a chick from some, you know, some rich chick from India. Iran. Iran or India, somewhere like that. Anyway, I think it was India. And um, she she was in the modelling industry. Of course she was. Yeah, right. Then what she did, um, every time she had to explain something, she would like go over and and like an answer like, you know, I want a whopper. You know, she went to Hungry Jacks and she goes, I want a Whopper. Instead, she would go, she goes, the reason I would like a Whopper, you know, and she'd go into this huge essay every time she had to speak. Mm. That's like what... She gives you the historical background. You you know, Paris Hilton, she just needed a whistle and just say, you know... Or one of those. Oh, that's a good one, (laughs) isn't it? That's like the fridge is going to be opened, (laughs) isn't it? The bank vault. (laughs) But there's nothing wrong, I think... Well, he obviously, uh, who is it again? Nick. He feels bad saying that, you know, to stop talking. But then he feels bad if she talks. Well, that's right. So why is he accepting? The Nick, you've just got to work out why? who's more important, her or you. You know, we're going to do a bit of a, a Dr. Phil moment here. Like, why do you have to accept the bad, <laughs> the feeling? You know what I mean? Like, why should you ingest the bad feeling, throw it, regurgitate it back on her? Mm. Let her deal with it. Then she might learn to actually edit herself, shorten her sentences, edit herself. A bit like us. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's it now. Oh, is that our wind up? That was our wind up. Producer Paul, how dare you? (laughs) You've been listening to another Two Fat Lattes podcast, proudly brought to you by Big Mouth Media, voiceovers and audio production, and broadcast every Friday night from 7 till 9 on Melbourne's Joy 94.9. Australia's first gay and lesbian radio station. We'll be back again soon. In the meantime, check out the website, www.twofatlattes.com. Producer Paul speaking.
Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.